Oops. Sorry guys. Uh <laughs> I uh I had it muted, dude. Midas, I see you. All right, rewind, rewind. Uh guys, we're Bitcoin Kindergarten. We do this shit live. You already know the deal. This is Bitcoin Kindergarten. Uh like I was saying, we haven't got canceled yet. Who would have thought? But our boy Keep It Simple Bitcoin did get kicked off YouTube this last week. So Shouts out to our boy. Uh, go follow him on Twitter. Keep it simple, Bitcoin. I know he's got a website with all his content up. So the content's still out there. I'm pretty sure his website's keepitsimplebitcoin.com. I could be mistaken on that, but just find him on Twitter. Keep it simple, Bitcoin, and go show him love because he, he makes really, really good content. And that's the shit you need to be using. All right. So without further ado, guys, we're at block height seven hundred and one thousand and seven hundred and fifty seven guys and the current price per bitcoin i'm gonna switch it up a little bit today's price is two thousand three hundred and twelve sats per dollar i repeat two thousand three hundred and twelve sats per dollar for those that aren't on the sat standard that means that the bitcoin price is forty three thousand two hundred and forty five fiat cut bucks per bitcoin all right guys enough of the intro i'm here with my co-host Winicus. what's up bro how are you doing today hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all good man um i also can't believe that we haven't been canceled yet it's it's amazing but uh i guess we'll just keep it going every week and yeah i heard uh i heard about keep it simple but um what I also heard heard about is other Bitcoiners like Matt O'Dell, Wiz, are building a solution called Bitcoin TV, I'm pretty sure. Ah, yes, so let's chill it. This is what Bitcoiners do. We find solutions to the problems, centralized problems that we will route around. We will always find a way around it. Yeet. Yeet. All right, guys. Um, well... If you are a weekly, weekly kindergarten squad fam member, you will realize that Justifer isn't here today. Um, he is going to be taking a hiatus for the next couple of weeks. He is on a trip across the pond. He's in a different time zone now. So we're just going to keep carrying the torch, and we hope to see Justifer back when he uh, figures his shit out. He's a... Uh, Dig on digital nomad life right now. So shouts out to Justifer. He's our boy. He's making some moves, 
and we're happy to see him fucking, you know, do the damn thing, man. He's he's making moves. I was I was really really jealous of what he was telling me last night. So, FOMOing into digital nomad life. All right, guys. Without further ado, as the title says, we are here to talk to you guys in Toxic Teachers Lounge about the art of the hodl. So, let me give you some context on this uh, before I dive into it. I have a little outline of ideas that I think we need to continue to push on our newbies out there. We need to solidify the narrative so that everyone knows why we're here on first principles. So, the context, all right guys, uh, as you are aware, as a Bitcoiner, if you are here, uh, you saw the market shit the bed on Monday. We saw what seemed to be a large worldwide market effect on what's happening in China with uh, the Evergrande developers, house developers. And it seems to make some cracks in the system. We got some quakes and some shakes and shit, shit, you know, seemed to pop off on Monday. Bitcoin price went down. Uh, Wall Street went down. Everything seemed to be red on this bloody Monday. And I was getting a lot of messages from friends. And they were asking me, like, what's going on with the price? And honestly, I didn't even look at the price. I, I was just like, what are you talking about? Um, it, it just, it was a little dip, you know, I thought the price was at like 47 K or something. And my friend was like, no, bro, it hit like 41 K. What are you even talking about? So, you know, I, ha I had to reevaluate. I had to go look at the charts and, you know, I, I told my friends basically like, don't even worry about it. Buy the dip, continue to buy the dip. You know, that's, that's all you can do Buy the dip and keep it moving. But it kind of brought this idea to my head that it seems like we have a lot of new Bitcoiners in the space, whether they're on Twitter or they're your friends, you know, that you got into Bitcoin or maybe just strangers that are hearing about Bitcoin because it seems like Bitcoin has hit the mainstream narrative. Everyone knows about Bitcoin. Everyone has at some point in 2021, 2020 talked about Bitcoin, uh, you know, pondered about Bitcoin or, or you know, fudded Bitcoin. So I'm pretty sure almost everyone on the planet has heard about Bitcoin. They probably thought that they're late to Bitcoin, that they, you know, had missed the boat and they shouldn't be buying Bitcoin and that, you know, maybe they should go buy some shit coins. There is that narrative going around that, oh, you know, I missed the boat. I need to go buy some shit coins because of my unit bias and Bitcoin you know, isn't going to make as much gains as my shitcoin will. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're wrong, guys. This is why we hodl. So, again, guys, this is just part of being a Bitcoiner. Uh, it seems now, it's Wednesday, it seems now that this Evergrande contagion uh, that, that seemed to rock the markets on Monday is... Not so much a nothing burger, but it may not be a big a problem as we thought it will, but we are still in the midst of it. So we still don't know what's going to happen with this, but we did see today that, uh, you know, CCP is going to start their own burr. They're, they, I think they said they're going to inject a 
$1.6 billion, which isn't too much considering that uh, the U.S. and other foreign governments have printed trillions of dollars. But hey, they're still going to continue to print Burr money. So whether you're a capitalist or you're a communist, you're still using the same tools and it's monetary fuckery. So this is why we're here, guys. This is why we Bitcoin. And we do have Coin Icarus in the chat. And as you guys know, I'm a huge Simply Bitcoin proponent. If I'm not watching Simply Bitcoin, I feel out of touch. So shouts out to them. But they crushed it this week on on uh, Simply Bitcoin. And the stuff that came out this week, whether it was, uh, you know, Jerome Powell getting caught for for pumping his own bags. You know, central bankers are shit coiners or or, you know, like, man, just so much stuff happened this week. And I'm, I'm not even going to go into too much of the details because we're here to give you the big picture. I, I like this to be a little more timeless than about current news. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the timeline. Uh, Wynicus, is there anything you'd, you'd like to like to, you know, sprinkle in there? I mean, I want to just get into it. Let's. I have a lot of wisdoms to drop, but let's. All right, let's go. Let's, All right, let's go. Okay. Let's get it rolling. So, I explain the context of the Bloody Monday and why we are uh, why we Bitcoin. So, first point is what is our purpose, and our purpose is the art of the hodl. And to those of you that aren't new, um, I think. You need to wrap your head around the idea that a lot of Bitcoiners aren't here just to get fiat gains. We're not here to accumulate more Bitcoin or excuse me. Sorry that we're not here to accumulate more dollars. We're here to accumulate more Bitcoin. And I think it takes a little while for you to get to that point where you don't think of your money in fiat dollar terms. You think of your money as, okay. Am I, do I have more sats today than I did yesterday? Do I have more sats this week than I do last week? Or do I have more sats this month than I did last month, this year, etc.? So there's, there's a point where your unit of account switches from a dollar to a Bitcoin. And that's when the art of the hodl begins. Because once you start thinking in Bitcoin, you start understanding that the best money is Bitcoin you know, it's it's simple Austrian economics. You don't get rid of the good money, the hard money, Bitcoin for for shitty money. You don't you know, you don't sell your Bitcoin to acquire paper infinity money. Uh, you know, you you don't give up something that's scarce for something that can be reproduced infinitely. And that is the scenario that we're in. So the art of the hodl is understanding that. Bitcoin is the most precious money and the dollar value literally doesn't matter because if you're in this for the long run, if you're in this for the monetary revolution, you understand that Bitcoiners are playing a long game. So you have to lower your time preference. You have to think about your present self going into the future and and, you know, plan for what the future may hold. And the main goal of money is to to have it for uncertainty. And if you haven't been asleep at the wheel, 
I think you might consider to yourself that we are in very uncertain times. Uh, it seems personally that this might be one of the most uncertain times that we've had uh, at least since 2008. This this future that we're going into, that we're being propelled into, is is a very, very uncertain future. We don't know where we're going. We don't know whether we're going to go full dystopian or whether, you know, <laughs> we can claw back our freedoms. You know, we don't know whether our monetary, our, our world monetary system is in the process of inflation or whether there's a way to get out of this precarious situation that we're in. And if you listen to our interview with Greg Foss, uh, you understand it's 11th, 11th grade math. There, there's no way out of this situation that doesn't need more printing of money. We, we're in this situation because of monetary fuckery. And so the art of the hodl is understanding that Bitcoin is precious. You don't just get rid of your Bitcoin because some some guy with a an authority figure tells you to get rid of your Bitcoin. You look out into the landscape and you realize that the only thing that is going to keep you afloat during these uncertain times is the best money and Bitcoin is the best money. So hopefully we can get you to that point tonight where if you're newer to Bitcoin, you, you can come to understand or at least go down the rabbit hole that Bitcoin is the best money and and you know start working from those first principles. So the art of the hodl in short is holding your Bitcoin in the face of all of this fuckery and knowing that you are correct. And right now it, it you know for a lot of people I think I can see that people are getting shaken. Uh, a lot of people bought into Bitcoin early 2020 you know maybe maybe late 2019 and it's pretty much only been up for them they've only seen their price uh their portfolio price go up and so they've never been tried but like me and most of my friends and some of my friends that are in here we basically we're built in a bear market that's why we're all friends we <laughs> we were buying bitcoin from 20k down to 3k and we were doing it with a smile and it was absolutely the most fun i've ever had in my life and then we get a little bull market vibes and it turns into a complete shit show and now we're all super bored with twitter because it's just you know people searching clout and there's nothing going on the price has been boring but this is the times when you hodl Anyone that tells you hodling is easy doesn't know what they're talking about. It's it's easy in the physical. You just buy it and you hold it. But mentally, hodling is excruciating. It takes patience. It takes knowledge. It takes research. It takes, you know, it, it takes some will. It takes persistence to be like, look, the whole world tells me I'm wrong, but I'm right. And not only am I right, I'm fucking right and everyone can go fuck themselves. That is the mentality you have to be to succeed in the art of the hodl. You literally need to arm yourself with the knowledge and withstand the whole world telling you you're wrong. And, you know, like uh, like the meme that goes out, we can stay retarded a lot longer than they can stay solvent. So as long as you don't sell, guys, you're good to go. Just buy Bitcoin, hold it, secure it, put in cold storage, and go live your life, man. 
if you can hold Bitcoin longer than four years, I think it's five years or something, no one has ever lost money in Bitcoin. So there's no such thing as losing value in Bitcoin. Just buy it and hold and continue. And we'll explain the properties of the art of the hodl. But that is uh, my intro, Wynicus. That is That's the start where I will start. Hopefully, I didn't ramble too much. And I don't know. You want to put some thoughts in. And, and everyone else that's in the chat, man, uh, you're more yeah. than welcome to to jump in. Say Bitcoin again. Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Like Optimus pretty much covered it, like why you should be holding Bitcoin. And if you've been in here long enough and have seen the 80% drops and have realized that you should price other assets in Bitcoin terms, not in US dollar terms, then over the long run, everything loses their value in Bitcoin. And obviously you can chase gains and do whatever it is that you think will get you more Bitcoin, but you're playing with fire here. And more so what I've experienced over the last handful of years is how to hodl in a Zen state of mind, the Bitcoin Zen. And really what it comes down to is not caring about the price whatsoever and having the mindset of accumulating at any price, no matter what, because you know, that whether it's 40,000, 70,000, 20,000, we're going to a million or whatever the price in fiat is that you think it will go to. It doesn't matter. At some point, people are going to realize that their unit of account is wrong. And if you're doing something like a daily auto buy, a DCA with a service like Swan or Cash App, whatever it is, you really don't even have to look at the price anymore. Like in reality, I want the price to actually go down because then I get more Bitcoin and that's really my motive. So um, at the end of the day, it's just a matter of being patient, buying Bitcoin and trying to get as much of that 21 million as possible. Let's fucking go. All right, man. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, clap, clap for yourself. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> it could have been me that, that started that applause, but it's all right. Um, no has to know. Yeah, be, before we go farther, uh, Narwhal Tacos has a great comment in YouTube. He goes, uh, this is for the context of the quote-unquote Bloody Monday. He goes, everything went down except for treasury rates, and that's how you know Evergrande is a LARP, a non-event. If treasuries begin to move up we're in trouble until then meh or hold on he asterisk treasury prices didn't go down slash rates going up uh anyways that's more proof that uh this weekend this week start events were it was a nothing burger but it got everyone shaken and i mean the price the you know we've been looking for 10k candles uh 10k green candles and we seem to just be getting 10k red candles so uh you know it's just part of the game uh one day we're just gonna wake up and this shit's gonna be in six figures before we know it like let's go everything's i mean everything's kind of going nuts right now in the world and shit's hitting the fan and i think uh people are gonna start going to the to the signal let's go you don't See, don't forget, right? Like in traditional assets, you know, you have the central entity that, you know, can control the issuance. So when you have, you know, you have a price that goes parabolic, 
you know, they, they can go and let's say for equities, you know, they can do splits, they can introduce more shares, right? You know, into the, you know, in essentially into liquidity. So with Bitcoin, again, we've, we've never experienced this before. There's a lot of hodlers and there's a lot of people who just buy and hold Bitcoin. Like I don't sell any Bitcoin. I've never sold any Bitcoin. I have absolutely sent Bitcoin to people and purchased items. So I guess you could consider that selling. But, you know, like I've never, quote unquote, sold Bitcoin to cash out into fiat, you know. And to me, I, I just think that there's a lot of us and we're growing in our numbers. And the thing is, is that sure, there's a lot of traders and whales and stuff like that. But eventually there's just less and less supply going around that, you know, is used for that. So I, I think that the I, anyways, I think that is eventually going to get represented in the price. It is being represented in the price, but it's going to increasingly be shown in fiat dollars. Let's go. Wisdom. Uh, great point, Coinicris. And just to uh, segue into uh, the next bullet point, Wynikus said, just focus on the signal. And I couldn't have said it better. So that's what I'm going to try to do for you right now. What is the message? Like, what is the signal? You know, what is the message that Bitcoiners that hodl through everything are trying to tell people? Uh, we, we may not be polite about it. We may be crude and, and crass. And, you know, some people may call us assholes and we're toxic and, you know, we're not good for the community and all that kind of bullshit, but we're the ones that are holding the lines. We're the ones still buying Bitcoin. We're the ones that are holding Bitcoin no matter what. So what is the signal? What is this message? And I, I just put down, uh, you know, just, just some ideas of what I think is the message that we should be telling our normies and, and our new coiners. And I didn't write too much of it. It's just kind of like a catchphrases but we'll go into it afterwards. So what is the message? And the message of Bitcoin, of the message for me of, of the art of the hodl is for, for lack of, uh, you know, grand spiels, it's that Bitcoin is a censorship, censorship resistant ledger. I actually stole that one from Coin Icarus this week. I thought that was perfectly said that the value of a censorship resistant ledger is is something that humans haven't haven't grasped grasped yet, and uh, we're we're seeing that happen in real time. So, what is the message? Censorship resistant ledger, instant final settlement, freedom of transaction, wealth preservation, store of value, peer to peer computing messaging system. So, maybe to break all that stuff down, and not only to break it down, but to anchor it. In reality, in the current events, I'll I'll go through each each point that I made and maybe give you uh, you know some examples of what's going on currently that have proven us right. If you go back Wait, to, can you buy a cup of coffee with Bitcoin? Oof, can you buy a cup of coffee with Bitcoin? I don't know, man. It seems like they're doing it in El Salvador, right? <laughs> yup. Oof. Big if true. Um, yeah, but guys, if you go back to some of our older videos, uh, Nick and I talked about this well over a year ago. 
in, I think we called it Finding Bitcoin Zen. We did the presentation for, I, I'm going to butch, butcher this. I don't, I don't know how to say it, but Perno, Pernopolis or whatever. Perno, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know how to say that word, but uh, we, we did a couple presentations. Finding Bitcoin Zen, Bitcoining is hard until it isn't. Uh, you know, our Austrian economics versus uh, Keynesian economics presentation. So go, go dive into our archives and you'll see this same information. But at the time, uh, we were, we were deeply in the bear market and, uh, <laughs> Keith, uh, you threw me off. Uh, we were deeply in the bear market and, we this was our thesis we we were talking about this happening well over a year ago and now i find it funny that people are surprised to see what is happening in the world in the clown world that we live in and you know they're surprised that bitcoin is still here whereas us bitcoiners would tell you like yeah i've been saying this this is literally why i hodl bitcoin so first off the first thing i have is censorship resistant ledger Man, like, if you don't see the value in in a censorship-resistant ledger and a censorship-resistant money in today's cancel culture world, honestly, like, I I don't know what to tell you. You you must not have any sense of humor. You must be a square. You must live in a box and under a rock, and you must do everything that Big Daddy government tells you because you're towing the party line and you never step out of that that status quo and you never say anything that is edgy and you never say anything that gets anyone angry and you're basically dead. You're basically a dead human because anyone that I know says something sometimes that gets someone mad and gets someone annoyed and the way that the world's going right now, if you don't have a money that you you can use when people are mad at you that the whole world is annoyed against you if you if you still can't buy your groceries because you are getting canceled because your bank accounts are getting shut off because you know your your cards don't work and you know you're basically uh an unwanted an unuseful citizen in the world because you don't have the right thoughts you you don't have the you know the, the correct political party line and the think police are coming for you guys like this is already happening in China this isn't this isn't like only happening in 1984 and brave new world like this isn't just fiction anymore this is happening right now and if you don't see the value in a censorship resistant ledger um well like you need to catch up dude because that there is an extreme, extreme amount of value there just in that one thought. No one can shut you off from your money. And like if you, you we could go, we could go down that that rabbit hole for over an hour, but I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna gloss it over because because we're trying to give you the big picture here. We're trying to get you to buy Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin, secure your Bitcoin, and know why you do that. And in my opinion, I think one of the most important aspects of Bitcoin is the fact that no one controls it. No one can censor you. No one can can rearrange transactions, you know, after they're final. And that's a good thing. You can't get censored from your money. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
And then instant settlement, instant final settlement. Uh, I mean, I don't know how new you are, the listener, but if you're relatively new to the space, you may hear that narrative that shitcoins are faster. You know, shitcoin X is faster than Bitcoin. Bitcoin's old tech. It takes 10 minutes for it to to uh, settle in a block. How are you going to transact in, in the economy when it takes 10 minutes for, um, at, at, at minimum, 10 minutes for you to get your payment over to, you know, your merchant? And guys, that's just fundamentally... Uh, a wrong point of view. Uh, whether you have come to understand that Lightning Network is a second layer on Bitcoin that is instant, uh, damn near free. It's not free, but it's low fees. It's it's damn near free, and it's fast. So, who doesn't like having their money streamed across the world instantly and with final settlement, which you can't say on any other money. Uh, final settlement between banks happens, uh, you know, in days, weeks, months. They have to literally get gold, put it on boats, get it across the world. Or, you know, they just put some numbers in a ledger and another bank says, okay, I trust you. This is what you have. This is what I have. And we'll mark that off. But as you can tell, all that uh, financial fuckery is happening between small groups of people, between bankers. And so, hey, get it. So, in, instant final settlement around the world with a bearer asset. Like, I know I'm giving you, I'm giving you some buzzwords, guys, but you, you got to understand what that means. And it's basically a bearer asset is like cash. It's like your dollar. Once you hand off a dollar to someone, that dollar is there. And now you know, put that out over the internet. We have a bearer asset over the internet that has final settlement in seconds and the greatest assurance of any money on planet earth. So that's my point. Number two, Wynikus, am I, am I, uh, you're ranting a bit. Am I ranting? Okay. Let me, let me get ranting. through this. Let me get through this. And then I got three more and then, and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll reel it in then we'll reel it in. Okay. So the next one is freedom of transaction guys. This is, this is, I think, what it all boils down to. Freedom money. Uh, Bitcoin is your money. What do you want to do with your money? Perfect. Great. Go do that. No one can stop you. It's your money. Well, and, and you know, unless you're trying to do some terrorist acts, then there's, there's laws that you might have to abide by. But for the average person, if I want to send no, a... No, do them. <laughs> <laughs> like, for the normal person... It, you know, if if you want to go buy, uh, I don't know, your OnlyFans adult entertainment, you know, you're an adult. Who cares what what you're doing with your money? I, I'll make fun of you. I'll tell you you shouldn't be buying that smelly kitty pick for $5 a month because you can do a lot better with yourself. But, hey, man, it's your money. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, the freedom of transaction, I believe, is a human right. I don't I don't believe in the idea of any middleman telling me what to do with my money, let alone a government because, you know, governments are uh, trash. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Governments are trash. So freedom of transaction, man. You can do what you want with your money. Uh, 
that is why you should hold Bitcoin. That is why you should hodl. Because one day you may want to do something with your money that that uh, the powers that be that that Uncle Sam doesn't want you to do that. You know, the nanny state doesn't want you to do, doesn't want you to buy, doesn't want you to invest in or even just rent a movie. Like, why or do you exactly. have to give up all your all your personal information to just rent a movie? Like, exactly. Let the transaction occur. You get a movie, you rent it, you watch it. And that's that. Nobody has to know who's behind the other end of this transaction. Let's go. That's freedom. That's freedom. I'm seeing a lot of legends in the chat. Let's go. So I'm, I'm going to have yeah. to get your guys' thoughts in a minute. Let me let me get through the, the last two points, and then and then we'll just go in and rant. Um, and wealth preservation store of value. Uh, guys, like, I know we harp on this a lot, but I don't know where you were during 2020 during 2021 when they were printing trillions of dollars and they basically exploded the monetary supply by something like 25%. And, you know, the, the powers that be tell us that, oh, everything's good. Inflation is transitory. This, this isn't really inflation. This isn't doing anything to the average Joe. And here we are two years later and we can see that all assets are going up. All assets are out of the reach of the normal person. And what that is telling me and, and telling a lot of Bitcoiners is that they're debasing your currency. They're debasing your money. They, they are stealing from you via inflation. And so having an asset, a money, uh, having a censorship-resistant ledger that preserves your wealth because it's hard capped at 21 million. That is literally all you need to know. It's that simple. 21 million and no one can fuck with my money. 21 million bitcoins and an unfucked winnable ledger. Like that is why I do what I do because I see the value in that. I I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't see why a government should be able to steal from its citizens and and not get their heads cut off. Like to me, your your politicians, your government officials are public servants. They should work for you. They shouldn't be working against you. And like I started in the beginning of the show this week, CNBC broke a story about Jerome Powell basically buying assets and then pumping his own bag. So central bankers are shit coiners. And they're literally stealing from you via inflation. And then they're buying up all the, uh, the good hard assets with the funny money they create. So the rich are getting richer and the middle class is getting destroyed. And we're all now poor peasants unless you hold Bitcoin, man. So Bitcoin is the wealth preservation store of value that you need. And furthermore, it's peer to peer. There's no middleman. There's no one in between your payments. It's between you and the merchant or you and your friend or you and some stranger around the world that sent you an address. It's between individuals. But furthermore, I want to just add this last point in and then and then hopefully uh, some other people can rant. But Bitcoin is a computing messaging system. It's literally just information. It, it's just computers talking back and forth, sending text. So Bitcoin is speech 
and I know we have a worldwide audience, so not everyone has the, you know, the constitutional guarantees of America, but freedom of speech is a fundamental right, and I, I do believe it's a worldwide consensus that, you know, people should be able to say what they want, say how they feel, even when they're in a, you know, dictator and authoritarian regimes. So Bitcoin is just speech. Bitcoin is just text. Bitcoin is a censorship re uh, resistant ledger. Bitcoin is instant final settlement. Bitcoin is a wealth preservation store of value. Bitcoin is freedom money. All these different avenues of what Bitcoin is and what it does for people is why we hodl. And not only why we hodl, but this is why there's such intense fervor behind Bitcoin hodlers, behind Bitcoin maxis, because we know what fucking time it is. And I know I usually cuss uh, in jest and in joke, but yo, like shit's getting really serious, guys. So like this isn't a fucking game anymore. We are out here surviving, like fighting for our very survival. They want to make you poor weak and dependent on them and by them i mean the government or central bankers any any power that be that wants you weak and dependent on them could can go fuck themselves we are here to take back personal freedom to take back individual freedom for hopefully the rest of human life the rest of humanity uh we are going into a very trying decade this next decade culminating in that special date of 2030 is going to be a roller coaster they are coming for you the war has begun and like i said go watch simply bitcoin they give you the signs every day but bitcoin is hope bitcoin is salvation and bitcoin is what will free humanity and so you need to fucking buckle down buy bitcoin preach bitcoin secure the bag and make sure that no one tells you otherwise. Make sure no one can convince you otherwise. Steal your brain so much that doesn't matter what anyone says. You know, your mom could talk shit about it. Your, your sister, your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, your brother, whoever you look up to can tell you you're an idiot because you own Bitcoin. And you just got to be able to smile and look him in the face and say, have fun staying poor. So, guys, I know that was a rant. I kind of went in. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you Winekus. uh Winekus, I'll, I'll let you go from yeah, here listen <laughs> that's called motherfucking bars <laughs> <laughs> let's go yeah i mean you you went pretty deep in there i i usually i think i got my pitch simplified i just tell people listen your time is being stolen from you through your labor the money you're earning is being inflated away so the hard cap is what's really important, and that's the only thing that's guaranteed with Bitcoin, as well as the censorship resistance part of it. And you, nobody can tell you you can't send money from point A to B, and I think those are really the, just the two most important features, and those are the strongest features that Bitcoin can provide compared to any other asset. So really, like those are those are the two big things, you know? And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of legends in here. Obviously, we got Nick Campmine who started Bitcoin Kindergarten, and we would love to hear him talk. We have a bunch of others that anyone wants to chime in. Say, why do you hold Bitcoin? All kinds of legends. 
why do you hold Bitcoin? What do you love about it? And what do you have to tell people to encourage them to just stick to it, hold, ignore the noise, and let's keep the show on the road? Yee! Let's go. Uh... Is is I can't I can't see uh is Nick is Nick in this bitch? Yeah, he's probably sleeping, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have his mic set up. Can you hear me? Hey our boy's back! Throw the horns <laughs> No. Oh <laughs> damn you <laughs> Nick Yo. How are you my brother? I'm doing well. Dude, I'm good, bro. Uh, you're killing it over there at Bitcoin Mag, bro. You're making us proud. The 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 Bitcoin Kindergarten Alumni class is pretty strong, bro. I think you guys are blowing us out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, Nick, uh, I referenced our presentation we did, uh, Finding Bitcoin Zen, the Paranopolis Poll. Uh, I don't know how to say it. But uh, if you can vaguely remember what we were saying there, let's just update the people. What What's your view right now, man? Uh, I know you have probably more of a handle on all the news going on. You're, you're literally the funnel for Bitcoin news now. So maybe give the people some broad strokes on, uh, you know, how bullish a time it is, man, and for them to stop being pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, could you give me a little bit more context? I, I was I was memeing in the chat pretty hard. Memeing in the chat. Uh, well, the sh the show tonight is just the art of the hodl, bro. So we had uh, what seemed to be a bloody Monday, and uh, you know all the markets dipped, and then I was getting hit up by a lot of people, and they're telling me, bro, like what's happening to the price? So it's the same old story: price dips, people get scared. And you kind of have to, you know, hold their hand and walk them through the idea of why do you hodl? Why should we be hodling? And and what is the writing on the wall right now? And, you know, how bullish is it once you know what you know? Because if you don't know, you the, you can get shaken out of your position. But uh, you've been putting out some fire news over there at Bitcoin Magazine. So you don't have to hit anything in particular. But uh, maybe just some broad broad strokes and encourage the people to hodl and, and maybe just uh, what to look out for so they don't get shaken out of their position. Okay. <laughs> it's so, a lot. It's a lot. I know. <laughs> um, I'd say, like, the re number one reason why you should be hodling is because it's either Bitcoin or communism. I mean, like, you know, just... Like Bitcoin, like you were saying earlier, it's just it's fuck you money. And like you can tell literally anyone on earth, doesn't matter who it is, you know, fuck you. I have my own money. You can't take it from me. You know, you can't stop me from transacting. Oh, you don't like my political views. You don't like that. I'm, you know, against big government. You don't like that. I'm against, you know, vaccine passports. Oh, you're going to shut down my bank account. You know, look at look at my profile picture. It's just a guy giving you you know two middle fingers like fuck you um you can do whatever the fuck you want with it and it's there's only 21 million it's all highly volatile 
and it's highly volatile to the upside, so we get in rich as fuck as well. <laughs> hey, you, you in a pandemic? We in a pandemic? <laughs> we in a pandemic, bro. It, it, we've been in a pandemic for the past, you know, four years or whatever, and it's been great. But, um, yeah, man, like, there's so many. Like, this past couple years have really proved to me, like, how just. I don't want to label, like, everyone I disagree with as just a stupid idiot. But, like, lately this past year, like, a lot of people have been proving, proved to be, like, just completely unaware of the situation at hand. It kind of, like, how what you're saying is, like, how important of a time in history we're at. Because I feel like, you know, we're just, we're, um, there's, like, it's going to be some shit, like, like, straight out of a movie. You know, it's, like, Bitcoin and freedom it uh versus you know cbdc fiat and you know communist regimes like china and like they're just gonna go head to head and uh in this like epic battle you know and i don't know if i'm just like you know imagining shit but that's just the way i see it and things were looking pretty bleak and then um we have fucking el salvador just you know being the first domino to knock down and um <laughs> and adopted as legal tender and not, you know, not just adopted as legal tender, but also put it on their balance sheet. And, you know, Bukele, uh, whether you like him or not, he just keeps, you know, every single time the price dips, you know, his laser eyes turn on and he just buys it like a total Chad. And um, this is putting a lot of pressure on other nations. Um, a lot of other nations are looking at Bitcoin. Um Tomorrow we're dropping some news in the morning. Uh, it's nothing like like a we're not announcing that a country's buying Bitcoin. It's, it's nothing as near as big as that, but it's a it's a good step in the right direction. Um, so like countries are heating up, dude. Like behind the scenes, as a lot of you know, like there's been a lot of rumors about some countries who are really interested in Bitcoin, and uh, they're 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 taking it. They're taking the chance and uh there's going to be like a great flippening. And when I mean flippening, I don't mean, you know, shit coins over Bitcoin. I mean, like some countries who are in the third world, they're going to pop up to the first world. And I saw some people calling like El Salvador saying like, you know, they're going to be the world's first fourth world country. <laughs> I mean, they just made that up on the spot. I guarantee it. But I mean, it sounds cool as fuck. So I'm going with it. But um, <laughs> I mean, just to be like, I am so fucking bullish on everything Bitcoin in the near term and the long term. I mean, everyone in here I know for a fact has been, you know, you you all know about, you know, all the coins being flung off exchanges, you know, uh, you know, all of, like the short term bullishness stuff. But like, we really started out as like, you know, this magic internet money. I was looking at the old Reddit uh, post, you know, with the... Uh, the uh, the wizard he's saying you know come join us magic internet money and then i compared it side by side with you know the bitcoin day newspaper in el salvador and it's like man we're really memeing this thing from you know just some dude's com computer project to being the world reserve currency and you know um it's like if you're ever thinking about selling bitcoin because you're scared of a dip or you know you're uncertain about the future just really put in the effort to understand monetarily why you should always hold it and just know that 
you know, when when you're holding Bitcoin, you're on the side of the people who are will literally fight to the death for freedom and literally just want what's best for them and their families. Like, you know, like this is just people who want to live normal, good lives and do well. Like and then on the other side of fiat is just, you know, fucking SJWs, communists, socialists. It's just all these fucking, you know, people I don't want to be associated with. And like. It's just a flawed system overall. Like, there's nothing good to sell your Bitcoin. Like, if you want to sell your Bitcoin, like, let's say we pump up super high. Bitcoin's not legal tender in the United States yet. And, you know, you want to buy your family a house or something. So you sell off a little bit. That's totally fine. Because, I mean, you know, money's a tool to just increase your quality of life. And um, if you want to, like, buy a house for your wife and your kids and your family, like, that's totally fine. Like, but... um if you're looking to sell Bitcoin to just completely get out of the market, like, like you got a lot of learning to do. And, um, and uh, it's, it always reminds me of like the safeting quote of, um, I, it's, this isn't going to be word for word, but it's something along the lines of like, you can't insulate yourself from the consequences of someone else holding money that's harder than yours. And Bitcoin is just the hardest money. So if you're holding fiat over time, you know, um, on a long enough time frame, you're going to be losing wealth and you're going to be losing purchasing power against Bitcoin. So there's literally no reason to be holding fiat unless you're making, you know, super short term, uh, quick, uh, purchases. And, um, even then, like I'm, I'm still just trying to hold as much Bitcoin as possible. And, um, there's just no good reason in my opinion to just get out of Bitcoin. Like, like you are so fucking safe um inside mm-hmm. bitcoin and it's like i i i just i i wouldn't feel comfortable having like a large percentage of my net worth in fiat like it it just knowing that they could shut off my bank account at any time for you know my my opinions and right now my opinions do not go well with with the government's opinions, so that is, that is a possibility. And the way I be saying "fuck the CCP" all the time, like I know Twitter is gonna they're gonna put me in the gulag for good one of these days. Um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of my thoughts just off the top of my head for it. Let fucking go. Give him some horns, Wanikas. Hit him with it. He's sleeping. See. <laughs> Broken soundboard. Broken soundboard. Uh, well, Nick, it's good to have you back, bro. It's like old times. What about a good old let? Let's, <laughs> let's go. Uh, Fartface says Nick got you got him so bullish he's stacking sats right now. Like proof of stack, man. Yeah, we're all stacking in the chat. That's what's up. <laughs> Good, good thing. Good thing. My account is at negative thirty right now. You boy. These sats are not for sale. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still on that negative bank account, gang. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick on some other people. I, mean, I can't really see who's in here, but who is trying to talk? Wineke is pick someone. Somebody be bullish, please. Can somebody please be bullish? I'm calling out Lurk right now. Ooh, Lurk. Young Lurk, lurk can't Lurk tonight. Rapid fire. Yo. Go. 
What's up, fam? What's up, G? Oh, uh, why am I bullish? The art of hodl, that's kind of tough. Um, I mean, to be honest, man, I think what really keeps kind of me going is the, the whole Twitter atmosphere and the whole community that's in there. Because, I mean, without kind of that Twitter, I wouldn't have kind of been able to come into this and kind of meet anybody like that. Um, I mean, also, the art of hodl, like, I mean, it's kind of given me a new, like, a new life in a way. Um, so, I mean, why why turn back now when I'm kind of paving my own way, like, paving my own way or paving my own road? to the success that I think I know it's going to be. And that's why, that's why I like, why, like, all the, like, for example, I went to like California this past weekend and right as I got in the car, I started bitching about like all oh, this mass bullshit. Like I just can't stand it anymore. And like my friends are ripping on me and saying, Oh, you don't like, Oh, are they taking away your freedom? And I'm just like, yeah, like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> like they're clearly taking away my goddamn freedom. And they're just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you guys like joking about this? Like, this is just blatant fucking communism. And it's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. The people that are just so brainwashed and they don't, they don't see what's actually the bigger picture behind it all. They just kind of like, Oh, like I'm just going to follow these rules. I'm just going to act like this and just do that. Cause I just like, I just listen to whatever they tell me. Cause I think that's what's best. And they don't fucking want to critically think or take the advantage of actually looking into the details of what, what literally goes on. But I mean, that's, it's just the, the hardest part of it all is kind of deciphering through all these idiots that think that they know what's best for you when in reality these are the dumbasses that are holding dollar bills and it's just losing value day after day like i heard that they're thinking about making another stimulus or whatever stimulus bill is like three trillion or something ridiculous it's like how do you not see they're just printing money out of thin air and you're just like oh like i don't want to put my money in this bitcoin thing like i just don't want to take time to learn about it it's like yeah no shit you're just fucking a sheep that just listens to anything anybody says so yeah you don't want to like to take the time to learn about it because you don't want to do anything you want to sit on your couch smoke weed and watch netflix and talk about oh this show is this i just i think it's fucking stupid and that's that's truly i think the hardest part is deciphering through all the the bullshit that people come and attack you on and try to bring you down because they think that they know what's going to be more successful for you. And I just, I kind of laugh at those people at this point. I used to try to fight back and like, just stir up the pot and all that. But at this point I just kind of laugh and I'm just like, yo man, like you're just not going to get it. And I don't want to take the time to like lose my breath of air, just like trying to teach you. So, I mean, that's kind of my bullishness. I don't know how you feel about that one. <laughs> I just yeah, little... listen, <laughs> that's called motherfucking bars. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you kind of sparked this tweet right here and, uh, it's, it's not, it's not a, a think boy tweet. It's not a profound new thought, but just the idea that Bitcoin is a cure for the mind virus that is fiat fuckery and wisdom. Yeah. And man, it's like, I know exactly what you mean because you, you, you damn near go crazy trying to talk to your normie friends. Uh, exactly like trying to explain to them as simple as possible what is happening in real time and they look at you like you're retarded they look at you like you're an idiot uh they look at you based on your past and who you were in the past and they're like he doesn't know anything he's just a good friend but then you explain to them everything that's going on they're like man are you a conspiracy theorist exactly you're like shout out to to young lurk's friends stay dumb yeah, literally, <laughs> fucking stay dumb. Stay dumb. <laughs> I got called a con- conspiracy theorist probably four or five times this weekend. Dude, I'm just like, hey, dude, yeah, like go fuck yourself. Like, hey, young looks, young childhood 
friends and peers stay <laughs> dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's just like I know I know exactly what you mean, and the the Bitcoin orange pill is a cure for the mind virus that is fiat fuckery, but it doesn't happen overnight. You know, like I I didn't you know jump into Bitcoin and instantly get it. It took it took years of of you know bear market struggle and and study to get there. So on one side, I do feel uh, pity for those people that that think that we're the dumb ones. <laughs> it's like, man, you're hubris. Like, are you sure you're gonna be able to eat that cake when it when it comes time? Because you're gonna be eating shit. Like, <laughs> you're gonna be the peasant in the new uh, communist world order. And then on the other side, you you get very like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stay humble, but you you get very arrogant at times where you're like, look, I've been right. I've been right for years, multiple years, while everyone is telling me I'm wrong, and and now you still want to sit here and and poke fun at me, and you still want to joke and, and call me the idiot when you're clearly the one that is uh you know getting sterilized and and basically getting hauled off into the trains and to the gulags and and we're the dumb ones because we see this happening and we have secured our bag and we are making gains like i know i'm probably in the best place i've ever been since uh before bitcoin and i i can only you know give the credit to bitcoin and and to all you guys all my bitcoin friends that held me down during some trying times and and you know sent me great articles and sent me great podcasts and had fucking awesome cosmic conversations so like you know as as the cliche saying goes it takes a tribe to uh raise a bitcoiner but like you gotta fucking do all this shit by yourself like you gotta you know you you gotta stand on the edge of the cliff uh be alone you know go through the dark nights of your soul and come back through the hero's journey and and be a bitcoiner be a maximalist you know stand up for for your individual rights because they are getting trampled and they've been getting trampled and for most of the people listening to this i can only assume that you're roughly around my age you're either a millennial or zoomer maybe a little little older gen xer but for most of my adult life I've seen nothing but the government take our liberties. And in the past, it seems like we had no power to stop it. And now we have the ultimate tool to stop it. It's Bitcoin. It's, it's you hit them at the source. We've been talking about it for a long, long time that a lot of people are looking at the symptoms while we are getting to the root of the issue, which is monetary fuckery. All this shit can't happen if they don't have the printing press if they aren't in control of the power and now we've taken the power away and i think it was shishi correct me if i'm wrong but oh no it was either shishi or nico but one of you guys said that uh owning bitcoin is basically like pulling the sword of excalibur and we are all here have we've all here have pulled the sword of Excalibur and we are just waiting for the rest of, of mankind to pull that sword for themselves. And they have to come to that realization that they indeed have the power and they, you know, indeed have those special properties to pull the sword and, and to free themselves and break off the shackles that uh, we seem to be, uh, you know, 
find ourselves in. They're, they're, they're cemented on our, on our mind and we can't even see that we're in jail, but continue, continue boys. Uh, I think someone was trying to jump in or not. You know what I love that we kind of have like some bear market energy here. You know, I think, I think people are going to start realizing that it's all going to shift back to Bitcoin. And this is where all the attention really should be. Everything else is just a waste of time. I feel it. Uh, explain what do you mean by bear market vibes? Like price or or uh, quote unquote community? Uh, Just like, Kumbaya. Uh, I mean, price obviously has a lot to do with it because when Bitcoin makes moves, all these other shit coins tend to follow it and they oscillate. So obviously, I like I like when the price goes down because then all those shit coins start flushing out and then people start realizing like, oh shit, maybe, maybe I should have just had Bitcoin. Like that, that probably would have been a good idea, but I mean, who knows? Uh, I, I like when people are building when we're, when we're discussing Bitcoin only and we're not getting into these duels with like the other people about NFTs and all this other garbage. So like that's part of the art of the ho the hodl is to not get distracted with all this other stuff going on or just realizing like where the the blatant lies are like where the marketing scams are and all that stuff do, do you think uh gary gensler is making some of the shit corners shit their pants and start to realize man maybe i should just be in, in bitcoin only <laughs> uh i can only hope nick I, I can only hope that that is the case, but I, uh, you know, I, I've said this a lot. I, I'm very much team human, but lately I've realized that humans are pretty dumb. <laughs> and uh, I say that with the utmost love. So I, I'm kind of having this idea that they're just going to double down and be like, Gary Gensler doesn't get it. Uh, shit coins are the future. Shit coins are the way. Why is he stifling uh, innovation and uh regulation's bad because you know you you should you should let all these great ideas uh you know get flushed out so we can see what the best uh best market fit is so Bro, <laughs> my, my rare pepe nft and my rock nft is going to compete with bitcoin you stifling innovation <laughs> yeah. yo and speaking of uh, someone, someone put this tweet. I, I'm not gonna be able to find it right now because it was just one I like, and I, I think it was like a fin twit uh, person, but they they put this tweet that was like, and I, I think they were they're trying to poke fun at Bitcoiners, but it's really for shitcoiners. Uh, if you know, you know. But he said something on the lines of like, uh, a few years ago, uh cryptocurrency enthusiasts were were saying that uh crypto will revolutionize revolutionize the world of finance and unbank the or bank the unbanked and all these uh feel good social justice narratives that that we you know sometimes continue to propagate and then he says and and now in one year they all flip to um what do you say, like wholesale art suppliers or something like? <laughs> so it's just it's so funny because you know when you think of of uh, the Ethereum shitcoin narratives, like oh we're here to you know help the world, we're world computer, we're going to you know have low fees and get everyone on the network, and now everyone is just art speculators, and 
it's just, dude, it's so funny how once you can see those narratives and, and how much bullshit a lot of them are, then you're like, man, I, I don't need the crutches anymore. Uh, and Cornaker has brought it a, a good point at the beginning of this before we before we uh, started. And there was literally like four of us in here. We're like, oh, shit, I guess we're going to have an empty class. But now I got a bunch of legends in here. Let's go. But uh, Cornaker is like, yeah, man, there's there's only like few people in here like what's going on and i was like i have no idea and, and clinic is like yeah everyone's in those ta spaces and they all need a bunch of freaking bitcoin crutches so that they can continue to stay bullish and so shouts out to you guys my homies in the chat because you have broken away from the ta crutches all ye dieter bob would be proud guys you guys don't need the crutch to still be bullish on bitcoin and i applaud you man I th I think I'm uh, just hit it, Wanikus. I'm just thinking back to like when I was on Twitter, like crypto Twitter, whatever, years ago, and my whole feed was just charts and like people just calling like, "Oh, we're gonna cross this red line, and then I'm gonna s it's gonna go up another fifty percent." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like maybe I should get that. Like that guy just drew drew that line to go that way. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> buy that. Or, or, but like I don't know if I should be if, if I should sell right now, you know. Fuck all that, you know. It's you start to realize that time is on your side, and none of these people know what they're talking about. And yeah, it's just just a bunch of noise. Like you really can't pay attention to that stuff. It's it's irrelevant. Number go up. Yeah, yo, Optimus, can I? I, I want to go off something you just said. Um, like they're saying, oh, like like they're hating on us, and they're like, oh, like you know, saying, oh, crypto is going to bank the unbanked. And now these people are, you know, doing art supply stores or some bullshit. Uh, crypto will never be a bank. That shit's dumb. But Bitcoin, if you've been paying attention to El Salvador, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of uh, government wallets, but it's I think it's a good onboarding for the people who have no knowledge about bitcoin don't know how to use it and you know they can move around their funds and stuff but i mean uh el salvador has a population of over six mil six point something million and uh bukele the other day tweeted out that 1.6 million people have been onboarded to the uh the app and that's wow. about 25 percent of the country and if you were so now 25% of the country now have access to an open monetary system, you know, with 21 million coins where they can save and secure their wealth. Uh, obviously, I would want them to take it off the government app, but uh, that's, it, you know, it's a good start. But when you think about it, like 25% of the fucking country in like what, a, two, three weeks? Like, the traditional banking system didn't do that. You know, El Salvador, um, before they made Bitcoin legal tender, 70% of the active population was unbanked. They didn't have access to, you know, the traditional banking um, infrastructure. And now the game has changed completely. Like, these people actually can save their fucking wealth. So let's hope, pray to God that they're you know they're getting onboarded to it and they get a little bit of bitcoin i know a lot of them got like 30 bucks hopefully they just held on to it and didn't sell it 
I know the cost of living there is, you know, pretty low. So let's fucking pump the price like a motherfucker and get those fuckers rich and then prove to the world <laughs> that it is, you know, here to fucking stay and it's improving the lives of people. I already know there's going to be massive FUD when we have a blow off top and then Bitcoin crashes and they're going to be like, oh, look, you know, you, you, you're starving the people of El Salvador. Their, their currency just, you know, Bitcoin just dropped 50% in a week. But they're going to be up like 600%, so they won't, they won't give a flying fuck. They're going to be down there fucking, you know, enjoying their life on the beach or some shit, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm bullish on. Actually banking the unbanked and uh, just fucking watching it change people's lives. I mean, like, after you talk to people on Bitcoin Twitter who actually live in developing countries, like... You know, I've talked to, like, Atlas Hoddle in Colombia a lot, and um, he's told me some stories about, like, some fucked up shit that goes on there just because, like, the complete lack of, you know, financial infrastructure and economic opportunity. And um, when you finally give people that, like, like, fix the money, fix the world, that's not just, like, a meme. That's, like, it's fucking true. It's really fucking true. And, um, like, we're, we're fi- you know, Bitcoin is fixing, you know, Bitcoin fixed the money. And now it's fixing the world and it's fucking beautiful to see. So if, you know, your communist, you know, peer that, you know, in real life won't buy Bitcoin, who gives a fuck? Because you just know that someone in a developing country who needs it more is accumulating Bitcoin. So let's pump the fucking price and get them rich. Let's fucking go. God damn. Woo. Holy shit. I, I really I really like that framing you did, Nick, of uh the price is dumping. Uh you know, let let your let your first world commie friends talk shit while you know that people in El Salvador and, and people in other third world countries are stacking sats for for salvation, man. Like it's so fucking beautiful. The the network effects and the the game theory playing out right now. Like we've been talking about this since the very beginning of this show, and to see it happening in real time, it's like it it just fucking blows your mind because it happens so fast, but in your everyday life it seems so damn slow. You know, like how many weeks have we been here and, and what, like how many weeks back did we say it was going to be a hundred K? We're like, oh dude, it's, it's going to be a, a cakewalk. And uh, here we are and people are still shitting on us and Bitcoin's as strong or stronger than it's ever been. Did you lose me? <laughs> what? Did Hello? you lose me? I can, I can hear you. No, I can hear you. Okay, I yeah, well, Nick, yeah, uh, I can hear you guys, Nick. I can hear you. Nick's gone. Nick, we lost Nick. Let's go. It's not. It's not my uh my internet today. My internet's nice, boys. <laughs> oh man. Well, shit. Who else is bullish? Somebody come I'm up here. I'm pretty damn bullish. Who else is bullish? Or bearish. Plead your case I, for bearish. Nick? I'm calling on Dredd. I know he's bullish. 
Let's go. Dread. Team Dread. Sorry, boys. Oh, oh. All right, Dread. You, you're lucky I love you. <laughs> Who else is in here? Who else has got a mic on? Why? Because I, I can't see who's in the voice channel. So, I. We got gonna... Labra. We have Skeef, Shishi, Tony Nakamoto. Oof. We have we have a bunch of legends Oof. here. And if if I didn't just say your name, just uh, I I mean, come say what's up. Oh, we Surfer got Surfer Jim. Surfer Jim, Surfer Jim. Um, honestly, I'd like I'd like to get Shishi's thoughts right now, cause uh. He's got this really solid paid group and he's been he's been uh giving a lot of good signals, boys. And you you can't even pay for that good a signal. So I don't know, Shishi you there? Yet. He's he's farming. Oh shit, yeah. what's good? <laughs> Took some time off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everyone wants to know, bro. Windman Dingo, are you bullish or bearish right now? Uh, you can be bearish on price and bullish on Bitcoin. So I'd, I'd like to hear where your thoughts are. No, I, I was bearish on price last week, um, and I saved that that Will Clem Clementine uh, tweet that I sent you because sometimes you know I just don't understand why people st still follow that dude and still like <laughs> circle jerk on the glass node uh, data. <laughs> But um, I'm definitely bullish. I think um, I think every time there's like a lull in sort of uh, anything novel happening in Bitcoin, it's it's a good thing. The quieter, the better. Um, so I'm bullish. I'm bullish on price. Um, I'm bullish on everything. Um, something I'm I'm not bullish on is um, you know this whole idea that. Um, there's just no, you know, Ray Dalio said, you know, in honor of Nick being here, Nick uh, shared this video with me of Ray Dalio talking about Bitcoin's upside being only five trillion. So, you know, let's say we take the Ray Dalio case. It's like more than five X from here. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and that was pretty bullish, I think. And his comments sucked, but I thought that was pretty bullish. Um, and aside from that, I think there's definitely going to be consequences to this whole Evergrande China thing. Maybe it doesn't come up in the next 12 months, but maybe 24, you know, where more, uh, things start to break. Um, yeah, the, you know, the economic system going to shit is what pushes people into Bitcoin, not shit coins going down. Nothing to do with shit coins. Like there's, there's no framing that you can give me that has to do with shit coins that I care about. Um, or think is bullish for Bitcoin because when shit coins go down, like people do ape into shit coins, whether you guys fully get that or not, they're not like, Oh, it went down. Now I'm into Bitcoin. That's like a small fraction of people. Once you're on a sinking ship, some people, <laughs> some people double down. Right. And, um, I think the bullish thing that's happening right now is El Salvador playing out opposition to that. Maybe, uh, you know, Nick was talking about other countries starting to to move on, on legislation like Dubai. That news coming out today was super bullish, creating a, almost like an opportunity zone for people who own Bitcoin 
to have no taxes. Thought that was super bullish. Um, I can see people, I can see countries pushing people into zones, giving them good deals just because they want economic activity in those areas. And right, that's the sovereign individual theory, right? So it's playing out right in front of your face. And I think uh, that's super bullish. Let's fucking go. Uh, Shishi, I, I think there's a, I don't know if you made this point exactly, but you, you sparked this idea that I've been seeing a lot on Twitter lately. Um, it's the idea that you don't necessarily have to be bearish the fiat monetary system to be bullish on Bitcoin, but it does help to, uh, you know, filter your lens. And so I know we kind of we've we've been kind of going in hard on uh, being bearish the fiat system. But as I started the, the top of the show, there's a lot to be bullish on Bitcoin in particular, just Bitcoin alone that that can, you know, get you to the art of the hodl can get you to hodl through all of this bullshit. So you don't necessarily have to be a doom and gloomer to to succeed in in the markets that we're in. You just got to know that Bitcoin has the upside and uh you know, time in the market beats timing the market and just stack that, stay humble and fucking continue to learn about Bitcoin, continue to secure the bag. Because like I get I get so much more bullish when I talk to my friends about Bitcoin. Like what's the saying? You know, if you're the smartest dude in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Well, uh, I'm definitely I mean, we got a lot of regards here, but I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the room. So well, I me, I feel let good. Let me ask you a question then. Let Shoot me ask it. you a question then. Do you push back a little bit? Did El Salvador adopt Bitcoin because the US dollar was serving them well? Uh, do you mean the U.S. dollar in particular or the U.S. government? I mean, they import U.S. dollars. That's their base currency, right? Their medium of exchange and currency that's a store of value for them it was the U.S. dollar solely. So are they trying to bring an alternative because everything's hunky-dory there? What a boomer word that is. <laughs> uh, well, I I'd say obviously no. Okay, so I think like that is uh, a data point, right? And then you look at, there's 195 plus countries in the world, right? And the ones that are like at the top of the totem pole of the globalist fiat system, like they don't have a huge incentive, right? But the people at the bottom do, right? So I think that's like a some sort of like a barometer for how bullish we can get. And I think uh, the number of countries matters more than their GDP or whatever. People are like, oh, El Salvador is like a small country. or It doesn't matter because there's a certain amount of Bitcoin that's going to be pulled off forever and just circulated in that economy. And once you get to know that, I think like things have to fall apart for Bitcoin to become adopted or you just want that upside. Right. But how many people in a destitute situation like are looking solely for upside? rather than downside mitigation, which in this case is the same thing, I think. So that's just my case for it. I think I'd agree with you. Um, I think I'd agree with that point 100%. Uh, I think when I was talking, I, I was obviously speaking from a very uh, US-centric point of view, 
because it's hard for me to get my point of view outside of not being a U.S. citizen. So I think in in third world countries or, or you know, countries that don't have the luxury of being the world reserve currency, they obviously have a lot of other issues that stem from, you know, bad monetary policies. But uh, as an American, and maybe that's why I said it, as, as a U.S.-centric person, you may not see what's bad about the monetary system. You know, we're technically the best in the world. We have first world uh, living standards. For all intents and purposes, we can get everything we need and, you know, watch our Netflix, eat our hamburgers, and, you know, stay comfortable and, and stay in the pod. So I think that's where I'm getting the idea that to explain Bitcoin to a U.S. centric person, you may not necessarily have to be bearish on fiat to be bullish on Bitcoin because a lot of people don't even see the issues with uh, the dollar hegemony. So I think sometimes it may be counterintuitive to start with, oh, fiat is trash. The world is imploding, you know, inflation, all the talking points that we talk about when we can just say, you know, like hard capped asset, censorship resistant, freedom money. Like that sounds, it's, it sounds a little more bullish to me as a, if I put my, my normie American cap on, but I, I'm just, I'm over here thinking as much as possible, how can we get this narrative to as many people that I personally know? And so hence, while sometimes I'm, I'm, you know, thinking in real time on the podcast with you guys, I'm like, okay, how about this idea? How about that idea? Because I, you know, I'm trying to get as many people on board as possible. And from what I've noticed the last four years, talking about uh, fiat fuckery, you know, bearish on fiat hasn't really worked for the majority of people. Now it's starting to work a little bit because uh, there's so many signs and there's so many cracks in the system that even someone that hasn't been paying attention can get the get the idea that shit is going wrong and they have no idea where to start or where to begin. So then you can be like, yeah, you know, like bearish fiat, bearish dollars, bearish paper money. And uh, so people are starting to learn this, but it seems it seems like a not negative as in bad but just like negative as in you're 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 what's it like uh you're pulling the cart with the horse or what you're put push putting the cart before the horse it's like humans it's a donkey hu- yeah exactly humans are selfish yeah man. listen that's called <laughs> motherfucking boys <laughs> like humans are greedy and selfish so I like to lead with the incentives, like how will this improve your life? Uh, like Wynikus always jokes, uh, and I, I've been—I watched the Raspi Blitz video this week. I got—I finally got my node pieces up. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm flashing the the SD card right now. But one of the comments was Wynikus and and Marty's owl, blah blah blah. When do we get rich? And as much as we know, it's a joke. I think that uh, you know most people aren't going to think too too much about it, and that's that's how they come into the space. Like, I really don't care. I'm trying to get rich. 
dollars make me rich and that's where people go from so i'm 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 just thinking in real time man like uh ooh there we go all right we got a cool question guys um i'm going to open this up for everyone but narwhal taco says what do you think is the biggest hurdle for normies to begin to learn about bitcoin um i'll i'll let everyone answer but before i th i think honestly narwhal like people people got to want bitcoin like they they got to find the need for bitcoin whether it's like you know number go up technology they they see the gains and and that's why you know the, the normie will want to learn about bitcoin but it it's just people don't even understand money let alone understand why the money is fucked up and so you know even though it seems like i uh i'm double talking right now cuz i said you don't have to be bearish fiat to be bullish Bitcoin, but you know sometimes you you kind of have to show people like your money's not as good as you think it is, and that will get them to learn about Bitcoin. But I don't know, guys. What what do you guys think? Uh, what do you think is the biggest hurdle for for your normies to begin to learn about Bitcoin? Uh, I'll jump in really quick. I think it's unit bias. I'll be really quick. It's just unit bias. Like everybody I talk to, Bitcoin's too expensive. I missed the boat. That's like the main. You know, because I think normies in privileged land, like, they care about sick fiat gains, right? I agree. So, Sat's the standard. I think they have to stop staying dumb. <laughs> I think they have to accept that the government hates them. And until they do that, then they'll fully understand it. Oof. Yeah. Going off lurk, I think they have to understand that money doesn't come from the government and that, you know, something from the Internet, just because they can't hold it or see it physically, that, you know, just because they can't hold it or see it physically doesn't mean it's not, you know, an, an actual real thing that can provide real world value. So I think a lot of people just see it as, you know, some play money or some, you know, Chuck E. Cheese online Fortnite tokens, but it's not. It's literally the best money you can own let's go uh narwhal i don't know if you see this comment right here but dennis uh hit the nail on the head and i agree with him i, I forget who said this on twitter but it was one of our friends actually i think it might have been um nunya at ben dd77 i think his ad is but uh, he says the best way to explain Bitcoin to them is to ask what issues they're more concerned about and then cater the response to how Bitcoin solves their concern. So Narwhal, that's how you can uh, basically cater to, to anyone that you've met. You just kind of have to remember that question. And I know I don't. <laughs> I know sometimes I just start badgering people with like, you're an idiot by Bitcoin. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I have a question. Shoot it. Why are people dumb? Like, why, why are we the minority? Well, solid question. Why are people dumb? It's a really good question. I don't think I can answer that for you, but I do have, a. I I have something that I, I think about this all the time. So, I don't always just listen to Bitcoin podcasts. I know shocker, but sometimes I listen to the Jocko Willenick show and I'm pretty sure I picked this up on there, 
but basically the idea is that there there is a a certain percentage of human population out there uh, that is literally so dumb that they can't even get them to be like infantrymen in the army they can't even get them to be fodder in the army because they're so dumb that they will basically hurt their uh, fellow army men and I think the cutoff line is that the IQ level is like 80 or something. So there's literally people out there that are so dumb that they can't do anything right. And like I, I always say, you know, I, I hate to be bearish on humans because I'm always been bullish on humans. But the more I learn, the more I realize that there really is a strong faction of people out there that literally can't do anything right. So with that being said, literally by definition the average person there's there's 50 percent of the population that is dumber than the average person and i mean you know do the mass and make that as you will but there's a lot of dumb people out there and i guess you know someone put it in the chat we we as the remnant the other small percentage of people and and i'm not even saying that i'm you know extremely smart i i definitely consider myself left side of the bell curve i haven't done an iq test but i don't think i'm <laughs> i don't think i'm high i could be a mid a midwit um, what's it midwit i don't know but man people they're like i hate saying it but there's a lot of dumb people man and uh you know it it doesn't help that uh we have this promiscuous hookup culture going around so a lot of dumb people are making more dumb people and it seems like only dumb people are still procreating but now we have bitcoiners out there and i know a lot of you guys have children and that makes me bullish man i i can't wait to see what your kids do and and hopefully one day i can uh you know pop out a few little optimists of my own man but uh i ain't there yet so i don't know i i don't know man i'm just rambling Sending Jackie, we need the nukes. Seriously, hey, hold on, Nick, bro. Tell Jackie I say what's yeah. good. I, I, I've been missing Jackie, bro. We need him in the trenches. I actually talked to Jackie today. Let's go. At least he's still out there. Mhm. Mm he's doing good. That's a set. What's what did you did you talk about commies with him? That's all that anyone wants to know. He still hates commies. He still <laughs> hates monarchies. <laughs> he's been away from Bitcoin Twitter for a little too long, and uh, he's kind of been he's kind of fallen to some of the propaganda. Ooh. So he got brainwashed by the commies, but don't worry, I'm I'm working on brainwashing him to argue. Damn, bro, our young Reverse commie killer, our young commie Reverse killer got brainwashed. brainwashed. They got him, bro. We need him back. We need him back. Man, yeah, I know. Uh, Dread wanted to jump in. Yo, log on. Oof. I was. I was actually typing in the in the chat. Oof. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear yeah. you, Dread. Wah wah. Uh, I like your comment. Big if true. <laughs> Big if true. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to verify that one. Don't trust me. Oof. But, uh, 
the fact is, I think even though a lot of people might be retarded, the system that we've grown to trust, the same one that you've said has been taking away trust from us for year after year of your entire life, that system is the same system that's been teaching people how to think. And they're not really teaching them how to think, they're teaching them who to believe and what to listen to, not really how to think for themselves. A lot of people think they went to kindergarten, um, primary or prep school, depending on the country you grew up in, high school, college, and you're actually learning how to think. But the majority of your classes were teaching you, you know, how to listen to authority and how to get a good job and how to keep your head down and pay for shit that, that they're giving you as, as, a, as a blind, dumb, deaf consumer. And a lot of, and I, honestly, unschooling is the way that we can actually tell what the true ratio of actual of retards are. Shouldn't really say that word, but fuck it. Retards <laughs> are compared to actual people who are are thinking critically for themselves. And I don't think it's it's as big as we think it is. I think a lot of people are still um, just you know programmed into the society that we have right now. But if we could really get a, a good solid. Um, method of people discovering knowledge for themselves we'd really know who's who's dumb and who's not i think right now it's kind of skewed that's my bullish take on humanity i don't think they're all lost man so i love it i i love how you how you frame that how do you get people to break free from the propaganda well i think it reviews and why you fucking abuse them with charts and every time it goes up you send it to them and you and you show them how much they're staying for and then you ask them if they're having fun that's it and then they come in and then 50 percent dip (laughs) (laughs) if they don't understand that that's a gift yeah not gonna make it not gonna make it yeah like gmi um hey can i try go ahead Jim, uh, who and who else? I don't know, but yeah, Jim, jump in. And Zach, after. I I, I just wanted to uh, echo what Dred said. I think there are more potentially smart people out there if shown the right information, but they also have to be open to hearing it. Um, if they don't think anything's wrong because they grew up in a system that still appears to be working around them, uh, they don't know to look at this. You know, they don't know to evaluate their money or the system that they operate under. They don't know to question authority, question the government choices, and they watch regular media all the time thinking that's the truth. So I think the potential is out there. It's a matter of getting them to consider for a moment their paradigm might be incorrect and then... um, put in front of them information that will grab their attention that hard to know what what to give them uh, specifically without them thinking there's even a problem to begin with so it's tough we've been brainwashed you know all of government education is meant like dread said to, to teach you how to just listen to authority not think critically that's why so many people think masks actually do anything pretty silly I, you know you see grown men with full beards and a mask like no, nothing's escaping around the sides. Of course not. But yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. What the fuck? It's amazing. It's absolutely mind-boggling how brainwashed people are. But I think that's most of the problem. Uh, I do agree there's a lot of really stupid people out there that are never going to get it. But um, 
the bulk of people can get it, but I think, I just don't think they think they need to. They just don't. And I tell people all the time and people just think of it. It's like, well, I don't, I don't have any money to invest. They don't want to learn. They don't even think there's a problem. I, I don't know. It's sad, but you know, I think that has more to do with it. So that's my take, but I'm bullish. I'm bullish because it's going to happen anyway. Eventually everybody is going to learn it and they're going to see the number keep going up and they're just going to keep wondering. And then they're going to hear, they're going to remember, they're going to remember our words, everybody on this call who said to somebody, you should get some now before it goes to a million bucks or whatever. And then when a one day they're going to go, holy shit, that guy was right. And uh, maybe they'll eventually pay attention. So it, it's going to take a while, but everyone's going to get it eventually, I think. I think they're going to have to. There you go. I'd, I'd agree with you, Jim. Uh, reality is the harshest teacher, but it's also the best teacher. And... Uh, I think Nick said it earlier, you know, you, you can't run, you, you can't not be exposed to the effects and the reality of people using better money. And uh, we're seeing this happen in real time. Uh, but Wynikus, who, who else do you say? Was it Zach? Do you want to jump in still? Yo, what's happening, guys? What up, G? So, I mean, you guys are just fucking killing it. Uh... And if you're listening to this and you're not sure about what to do, uh, you just got to listen to these guys. It's real simple. You just put all your money into this thing. Uh, you grow a pair. And you become a man. You, you grow some conviction. Then you can have an opinion on your life. Uh Right now, you're just floating around the fishbowl like a. You're, you're you're floating around the toilet bowl like a floater that just don't know where to go. <laughs> you're just a turd. You're a worthless thinking turd. You're not making any decisions <laughs> for yourself. Okay. Once you step up and make decisions for yourself like a normal human being, okay, then you begin to use your brain and think. But until you do that, uh, you're just a floating turd in, in the toilet bowl, like the rest of them. And <laughs> unfortunately, that's just the reality. Uh, here's what's going to happen. We're going to go up to 245 end of December. We're going to crash down to 43K 12 months later. 80% of you listening that haven't bought or got all in yet, you're going to get wrecked. The other 20% are going to be talking to us for the next 12 months, you're going to get hardened, chiseled. You're going to be that firm piece of poop that goes through the toilet bowl nice and easy. And you're going to end up out in the ocean, swimming with the big fucking whales and sharks and dolphins, fucking the mermaids, riding on pirate ship boats, and living fucking life. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Some of you, just like all the rest of us, grow with pain. Some of you cower in it. Those of you that grow with it, those of you that get hardened by the pain, accept reality, will thrive. And it's going to play out cycle after cycle. Is it going to take one cycle, two cycles, three cycles? I don't know. Nobody knows. Some, somebody somewhere that has a central bank is going <laughs> to run the printer and push the buy button on Bitcoin. Is it going to happen this cycle? I don't think so. Next cycle? Maybe it's going to happen. 
if you don't got a position, you're done. Why do you think we stay have fun staying poor? It's have fun staying dumb. You know, have fun staying in pain. Um, that's my two cents. Let's yeah, listen. go. That's cool, motherfucking boys. <laughs> Let's go, Zach. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I think that's the best Bitcoin okay. metaphor I've heard in a long minute. Guys, you heard Zach. You want to be a hard piece of poop. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin, go all in, and have fun with us. You want <laughs> you wanna to float under the cycles. ocean with the mermaids <laughs> and the pirates. <laughs> they could be toilet bowl cycles. They could be having cycles. Just wait a little bit. Have fun while we're waiting. Let's Come here, hang me. out. And then in four to eight years or whatever, then do whatever you desire or do it now. Whatever. Who cares? Just be hard poop. Hey, it's your life. You got to live with your mistakes. We're trying to help you. We got the fucking arc. You know, join us or not. It's your life. But I I want to make a, a note um, on, on Zach's metaphor. Guys, this is literally what happens to you when you've mastered the art of the hodl when you found bitcoin zen and nothing can shake you you can you can create these metaphors to enjoy your time enjoy your 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 revolutionary actions with your friends and literally laugh in the face of all this fuckery like if that's not a superpower i don't know what fucking is because we we are in we're in crazy times we're in uncertain times there is a lot of government encroachment happening there there's a lot of debasements of currency there is a lot of censorship and surveillance of your human action and here we are talking shit enjoying each other's company and building each other up to be fucking badass sovereign motherfuckers. And I, I know we've cussed a lot more than we usually do tonight, but we're making points, people. Like, this is what happens to you when you hold fuck you money. You're able to say fuck you and do things on your own terms. And if that isn't valuable to you, then honestly, like, shut this pot off right now and never come back. Because I honestly, I don't, I don't want you around here. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that stance, man. Like, we are here for the remnant. If you don't like doing things on your own accord and you need someone to push you, like we'll, we'll give you a nudge, man. But there's got to be something inside you. There's got to be internal inspiration to do what you do every day. You're not gonna survive on simply motivation. And I know we come here every week and we try to motivate you, but we also try to inspire you and, and show you the shit that's happening in front of your eyes that you may not have the time to, to you know, deep dive into. But this stuff is happening whether you like it or not. And you need to insulate yourself from this shit. And the best way to do it is to stack sats. You know, sacrifice now so that you can have a better future. And that's the basics of all things in life. Sacrifice your present for a better future. And you gotta, you got to consider the, the trade-offs for yourself. This is your life, man. I've made the choice for myself. 
and I'm never going back on that choice. And I know a lot of my friends have made the same choice, but they've made it for themselves. And until you come to that point for yourself, nothing we say will convince you. It'll just sound good. But once you've made that choice, once you live this lifestyle, it's not just words. It's not just hot air. Like it, It's something that comes from deep inside you that just says, you know what? Like if, if I don't have anything else but owning Bitcoin, I'll be okay. And if you can get to that point, man, you've mastered the art of the hodl and no one can fucking shake you out of your position. So, man, uh, I'm not going to stop this yet, Winekiss, but we're at 145. And I don't know, this, this has been a bullish talk. This feels really, really good. I felt pretty good about this one. Yeah. Um, continue guys continue i don't want to shut anyone off let's get the thoughts out let's 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 go deep i i know he's a he's a bitcoin hater because he just he just doesn't get it but uh it's kind of like what dave ramsey says when he says you know live like no one else so in the future you can live like no one else it, it's those lines so it's like you know sacrifice and do shit now that no one else is willing to do so when you're older, you can live like no one else because you will, you'll be able to afford to live like no one else when everyone else can't, you know, afford the same luxuries you have. Get him. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> why, are we so, why are we so confident? Because we're right, man. We've been right and we will continue to be right. It's well, you know what? true. You know what? That's interesting, bro. Why are we so confident? You know, there's actually like a, it's interesting, right? You opt out of non-government, you opt out of government money. So you're using non-government money, but certain people have been opting out of the fiat system on different levels, right? We have the base layer of life, water, right? Like I don't have government water. I don't rely on centralized water planning. I have a well, like I'm trying to not rely on government food, right? Cause the, the food system is so heavily fiatized so i think there's like the base layer of life and i think when you've opted out of the government side of things you see the quality and the quality is like you can't unsee it and you can't go back on um, and like i just I, I go to a city i drink the tap water and i just laugh i'm like i'm living like a king yo we got joe rogers in this bitch let's fucking go Money bag Joe. Uh, they, hold on. Before we get into it, uh, yeah, give him some horns. Give him the That's horns. For That's wait, for wait. Joe. Hold on, hold wait, on, hold wait, on. Before, wait, hold, hold on, Winnicus, hold on. Before we go it's anywhere, I tagged him on Twitter. Hey, let's get it. Do it more. Uh, I wanna, I wanna highlight Max's comment right here. Uh, he says confident, confidence equals hash rate number go up. Like, I mean. I don't think I have to say more than that, guys. If, if you don't understand that one, hit me in the DMs. Actually, I think my DMs are off. Hit us in Discord, and we'll, and we'll have to talk about it. Joe, speech. <laughs> yes, fuck this thing. Joe, we want to know why people are dumb and why we're not dumb. Ooh. Joe's going ham right here in the comments. Fuck the state. Skeef, hello. The state hates you. Sincerely, <laughs> Joe Rogers. And then he goes, the state gave me COVID. The state attacked me and my family. And you won. 
Let's fucking go. Fuck the state. Oh my god, that's too much. Yay! Yay! Man, holy shit. This has been epic. Joe, can we hear that? Can we hear? Oh, there he is. Let's go. Oh, man. That was epic. Um, Let me see what else I got on these notes. I think, I think we might have hit everything I had over here. The end of this outline I have is basically what we've been saying, man. Bitcoin has hit the main stage. The cat is out of the bag. Pandora's box has been open. If you're listening to us right now, you're still early. Even if you're listening to us in a year or two, you're still fucking early, man. Stack sats, stay humble. Bitcoin fixes this. This is the way, guys. Literally, this 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 whole two-hour conversation that we had today was just to try to get your your head, your your fiat brain around the idea of why you need a hodl. And I think we did a pretty good job, man. Um, <laughs> Skeef, I did not have firm poop on the list, but I'll have to add that now. We'll we'll have to have a you know, we, we have a hash rate, hash rate charts uh, weekly update. We're going to have to have some firm poop updates. Big old doinks. <laughs> Big old do- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Wow. Man, this has been funny. It's been fun, not just funny. And uh, Ben the Carman, it's epic. That's one of the most epic memes ever. All right, guys. Wynicus, what's your thoughts? I'm not dude? done. Yet. We're not done. I'm not going I'm anywhere. Not done. All right. We're not doing. We're not done. Okay. Then uh, give me, give me, uh, let's get some topics. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> let's talk about. All right. Uh, let's go. <laughs> when when, when Citadels? Uh, man, I I might, I might have a bearish take on this, but um, I don't know if you guys read the Forty Eight Laws of Power, but uh, tell us about knowledge. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Hold on. Um, you said when citadels. Uh, one one of the topics, or one of the chapters in Forty Eight Laws of Powers, is uh basically do not build yourself high walls and isolate yourself. And ever since I've read that, I I'm not bearish on the idea of citadels. I really love the idea of living in some kind of castle grounds with a bunch of like-minded people and having like drones and all kinds of sci-fi uh weapons grade uh deterrents but i also have the idea of well if all bitcoiners are in one place then it's pretty easy to attack them so Maybe the idea of a single citadel, I'm not, I'm not too keen on. But the idea of a, you know, decentralized citadel networks, maybe I'm more bullish on that. 
but then also you know if if bitcoiners could like overtake texas and texas is a citadel or like florida is a citadel you know a whole state uh i might have to reconsider these thoughts but uh i'm just thinking out in the open so i don't know <laughs> you guys can tell <laughs> you guys are killing me oh my god yo joe joe's on fire over here I think that's the most most emojis we've ever seen on any single comment. Holy shit. <laughs> oh man. Holy shit. Uh guys, I don't know. What what are your thoughts on on Citadels? Am, am I am I having a bearish take or am I am I having some think boy thinks? I want to ask people when they're ready to make the move out of not out of bitcoin but obviously you're gonna want to live on some land of your own or grow your own food or kind of have s something other than bitcoin so like when do people feel like they're ready to make that jump into forming communities and creating citadels and things along those lines uh well I can't answer for everyone, Wynikus, but I'll answer my thoughts. Um, I think what we're seeing happening right now is kind of the separation of of Bitcoiners in the idea like we have a lot of Bitcoiners that have families and have children or, you know, have had families before they became Bitcoiners. And, and so now they have a lot of, uh, you know, like, familial concerns you know they, they have to secure the bag they got to make sure their family's good they got to make sure their their home they still have a roof over their heads and so i can see that group of bitcoiners uh moving into a citadel form of community a lot sooner than maybe i would uh myself i think if if i do uh you know if all if everything works out, the next leg of my life, I might be a little more on the digital nomad uh, kick, you know, uh, see the world, uh, spread my seed far and wide, as Joe says. Optimus, tell me about the normie chicks, and uh, so I so essentially I have this idea of like Bitcoiners with family and children will get together and create citadel like communities, and then we'll have. You know, the like single younger Bitcoiners that are digital nomads that, you know, come and go in these citadels that uh, traverse the, the commie gulags and, you know, they, they figure out what's best for them. So I don't know, dude. Honestly, I have no clue because personally, I don't I don't know if I'm ready to settle down one place yet. But if it was an ideal citadel like of course you know soon tm when yeah, baby optimus when baby <laughs> uh i don't know bro uh i i'm not gonna lie i've been uh i've been a very big big proponent of uh raw dog 2021 but uh actually raw dog since uh my whole life but now i uh i I got to think about my future and, you know, I got some assets and, uh, I ain't trying to give half of my shit away. So I'm going to be wrapping that shit up. B long story short, wrap that shit up.
keep your baby, stats. <laughs> baby with normie chick or Bitcoin chick? Uh, baby with hot normie chick that you turn into Bitcoin chick. There's like five. There's like there's like five. Exactly. There's like five Bitcoin chicks, dude. Like, what are we all gonna do? Fucking. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> you already know where I was going. I didn't say it. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you heard it here first. Optimus might have many babies. Let him up, bro. Uh... <laughs> Now we know why Optimus stacks. Hey, bro. I mean, shit. You, you, you're lying to yourself if you say you like a bag on. Uh, you do it. You do it for ulterior reasons. Raw dog is Sir. life. Sir, this is an educational podcast. <laughs> I am educating the people on real life. Uh, Situations yeah, right here. Be like legit six year olds listening because they see kindergarten. Like, <laughs> <laughs> some, some mom's gonna be like driving in the car, like looking. And that's when we get canceled. Oh. And that's when we get canceled. Oh, in kindergarten, like, look how cute this little bunny badger logo is. What is this guy Optimus talking about? Oh, oh dear. Man. The kid, the six year old, comes back. Mommy, mommy, Rod Dog 2021. Mommy, I'm a hard piece of poop. Oh. Hey, I, I was just trying to explain the way plumbing and shit works. And I, I guess Optimist is also trying to explain the plumbing. So, hey, you know, bro, there's a lot of learning going on this You already know, bro. I fucked them pipes up, B. <laughs> oh, shit, Joe. Oh, my man. Uh, Joe asked me, Optimus, have you ran into the chick with the chain link boyfriend again? All right. So uh, long story short, a few months back, I was telling everyone how I got in this huge argument with this uh, this girl that I know. Well, she's like a friend of a friend. And uh, she she, you know, she she's she thinks she's right. You know, she's she's one of those, you know snap your fingers type of girl and i was just straight roasting her i was just absolutely destroying her uh just basically trolling her with memes and uh turns out her boyfriend invest in bitcoin and chain link or something i guess the dude had money or something and i I basically just told him like yeah he's gonna be broke soon if he went all in on chain link uh long story short joe i haven't seen i've seen her like twice since then but I haven't really talked to her about her boyfriend's investments. So I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it up next time I actually do see her. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. You guys are killing me in the chat. You got to swoop in? Nah, bro. She's got a fucking dog face. I ain't with that. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's that time we wrap it up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Wynicus, uh guys, Wynicus tells me all the time I, I think I'm a, a little too casual on the show. I think it's part of the vibe, but I don't say that. Come on. I, I think uh you are the wife boyfriend in the case. <laughs> Nick got him. 
Oh my god. All right, guys. Holy shit. Well, I hope you guys like this show. I had a fucking blast tonight. Uh, shouts out to everyone in our Discord chat. Literally a bunch of legends. Literally, if you don't know who any of these avatars are, they're all legends. We had fun. Yeah, this this was a fun one. This, We're laughing our way to hyper bitcoinization. That's really it. This is the art of the hodl, bro. You these uh, are these are all the all the brethren that figured it out already. Everyone in in here has figured it out, and this is the way. Just, this is the way. We all we figured it out. Shout out to everyone here. We all speak the same language. It's called retarded. <laughs> Let's go. Left, it's left and right side of the bell curve. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. What was that meme someone put out? Bitcoin Twitter? Uh, oh, I think it was Greg. It was like... Uh, Bitcoin Twitter. And it had like all the the different stages of evolution. From like Neanderthal to modern man. And it's like the evolution of man, you know, it's it's linear. It goes from like monkey man to modern man. And then Greg did the, the meme where, oh, then why not? Because that's a good one. But no, Greg did the meme where it's uh, Bitcoin Twitter. And it's like, <laughs> it's everyone, everyone like in a group together. It's like monkey man with like, you know, modern man. And then, you know, so hopefully uh, maybe, maybe I'll put the, put the link to that somewhere but uh guys this was epic i had an absolute blast uh i'm glad all of you guys showed up to uh those watching on youtube uh much love we appreciate all the comments continue to troll us in the chat uh it's half the fun it wouldn't be bitcoin kindergarten if we weren't getting trolled if we weren't trolling if we weren't memeing we weren't laughing and talking shit. So, man, this is awesome. This was great. I appreciate all your guys' time. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Same time. As always, as Max said, build different. <laughs> Hey, Joe, go fuck yourself. Come in here hot. Let's go. All right, guys. This was episode 117. Peace out. Until next time.